Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pitch Blitz podcast. Newcastle United maintain their position in the Premier League following Miguel Almiron's cheeky finishing, seeing themselves above Spurs following their loss to struggling Liverpool. The Ten Hag momentum came to an abrupt halt after Manchester United lost 3-1 to Aston Villa, guided by their newly appointed manager, Unai Emery. Premier League Match Week 14 recap, coming up next. Don't go anywhere. So the one team that is on everyone's mind right now, if you've watched anything Premier League recently, is that Newcastle United are currently third in the league. Uh, They only sit below Arsenal and Manchester City, and they are above Tottenham Hotspur, Manchester United, Brighton, Chelsea, and Liverpool. Great work so far by Eddie Howe and Miguel Amarone carrying this young team. We always kind of expected this once we heard that uh, they were going to be taken over last season and everything was going, everything new was going to be implemented this season. As we know, their top goal scorer, Miguel Almiron, has scored in seven consecutive games for the club. Uh, they are not in any European uh, championship leagues. They're not in Europa League. They're not in the Champions League. So this is their main focus. And something that has always been said about teams that are competing in the Champions League and the Europa League is that their focus can sometimes be taken away from the Premier League. Rightfully so. It is a completely understandable argument, um, but that does not mean that you can't give credit where credit is due when we talk about Newcastle United. The... The team has only lost one game this entire season, and that loss came against Liverpool earlier in this season. They are only one of three teams to lose just one game this season. The other two teams sit above them in the table, number one Arsenal and number two Manchester City. When you look below, Tottenham Hotspur has lost four times, United has lost four times, Brighton four times, Chelsea four times, Liverpool four times. Something needs to be said for the work that Eddie Howe has put in both on the training ground and in-game, in in the locker room, his halftime speeches. The players have come out saying that our manager's halftime speech is what gave us the momentum to go out and finish the game, whether they were down 1-0, 2-1, 2-0. Newcastle kind of always seemed to... um, rise from the ashes. Some people have said that they don't play the toughest uh, opponents. This past weekend, they won 4-1 against Southampton. Southampton has, in fact, been struggling. Before that, they played Aston Villa. Aston Villa just put a beating on uh, Manchester United 3-1. This is the first game for Unai Emery. Uh, He just came from Villarreal. He's a manager. He previously coached at Sevilla, and then before that, he coached at Arsenal. So he's definitely been around the block a lot. He knows how to manage teams. He knows how to uh, give players uh, the the best chances to win using their skill set. So Aston Villa could be a game changer. Uh, you know, we're still early in the, early in the season, and we're just now seeing Aston Villa finally, um, you know, playing well getting the results that they want and that they didn't truly see under Steven Gerrard. Uh, Before that, 
Game against Aston Villa, Newcastle beat Tottenham Hotspur 2-1. That was one of the biggest surprises that we saw, and that's kind of when everyone said to themselves, you know what, maybe Newcastle deserves to be to be looked at. Before that, they had a 1-0 win against Everton. Then they tied to Manchester United, 0-0. 5-1 defeat over Brentford, a 4-1 defeat over Fulham, a 1-1 draw against Bournemouth, uh, a 0-0 draw against Crystal Palace, a 2-1 loss to Liverpool, um, and a 1-1 draw to Wolves, which started the season. Liverpool, they lost against. United, they tied. And Tottenham Hotspur, they beat. So there's three teams right there who are considered the best in the league, and you held your own. And if not, put a beating on them. I think this team is a force to be reckoned with. Looking at their... Goals for and goals against. They've scored 28 goals, only allowed 11. That is the third best goal differential in the league. Below, obviously, the number two spots above them, like I mentioned, in Arsenal and Manchester City. But I think the biggest test will be coming at the weekend where they find themselves playing against Chelsea. Chelsea have been struggling a little bit under Graham Potter. This is this is going to be the game uh, where Newcastle can truly win the likes of fans across the country. Chelsea have been struggling. Chelsea have lost their last two, and before that, they drew two games in a row. Um, They lost to Arsenal this past weekend, 1-0, and then they were obliterated by uh, Graham Potter's former club in Brighton, 4-1. Then they drew to Manchester United, 1-1, and then they drew to Brentford, 0-0. So, Chelsea have been struggling. They have not been playing different players. You see Christian Pulisic still coming in in that 75th, 80th minute. I'm not sure how USA is supposed to expect him to be fit and uh, ready to play in the World Cup if he doesn't even get minutes at Chelsea. Nonetheless, Chelsea are experiencing problems across the pitch. Uh, Their goalkeepers continue to get injured. Kepa Arisa Balaga, who knows whether he's he he's just he's one of the most inconsistent goalkeepers that we see in the Premier League right now, let alone world football uh, in general. Uh, but the front line, Aubameyang did not have a good game this past weekend against Arsenal. Poor performance. Uh, I think he had like one or two shots on on target, whereas Bukayosaka on the other side, you know, put the ball where it needed to be in the right spots, uh, and and Arsenal got the win there. Um, so this game against against Chelsea for Newcastle will be a table decider because if Newcastle lose, they go to fourth place and Manchester United have a game in hand. So at, after this weekend, Newcastle can easily sit in fifth, if not sixth, if not seventh place um, after the, the game against Chelsea. So for Newcastle's sake... This game is crucial for them. Uh, it's crucial for their for their confidence. It's crucial for their fans' expectations. Um, but I think the the biggest talking point is Manchester United. As we know, Manchester United is playing in the Europa League this season. Um, they were just drew. They were just drawn to Barcelona in the Europa League. The two giants who are in the Europa League are now facing against each other. 
meaning that one of these clubs will not win the trophy, and we know it early on. Whether that'll be Arsenal, uh, I'm sorry, whether that'll be Barcelona, whether that'll be Manchester United, that's really up in the air because both of these teams are lacking in similar areas. Both of these teams have come out saying that this draw came too early. You know, both of these clubs are struggling, both defensively and offensively. Both of these clubs have drama both on and off the pitch. Both of these clubs are are suffering in in whether it's broadcast rights or or ticket prices or whatever it is because they're not playing in Champions League. They are they have been a major 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 letdown to their fans, to their organization, to their families. So who who wants to even go to a, a Manchester United Barcelona Europa League game? You know, whoever wins, my reaction is going to be okay. Good. You should have had this had this this result in the Champions League, you know, for for Barcelona. Should have had this result when you played Inter Milan. Should have had this result when you played Victoria Placina. Should have had this result when you played Bayern Munich. And for Manchester United, it just I don't even want to go there. It's just a whole different story. So I think there's a there's a lot to be said for the growth of both of these clubs. I think a, both of these clubs need to get a get rid of a lot of players. They need they need to bring in new players, and they to, they need to remove the stigma or the drama or the rumors that are going on in their locker room, because all it's doing is just bringing that team morale down. And the best way for a club to to suffer on the pitch is team morale, is to have that team chemistry take a hit. And being in a Europa League as United or Barca, your confidence takes a massive hit. So Xavi has come out saying that this draw has come too early we're we're trying to rebuild this club, um, but we have no luck when it comes to to things of this nature. We just suffered one of the worst exits that we've seen in our previous history, and now we're getting faced with one of the biggest competitors and the, our most important competition straight from the start. So I think Manchester United, and like I just mentioned about Newcastle, Manchester United don't have the the luxury of not having to worry about another league or another tournament. Newcastle United just really need to focus on the Premier League, the EFL Cup, and, and the Carabao Cup. So Manchester United, on the other side, they are worrying about the Premier League but really just getting inside the top five. And also, their expectations. You're in the Europa League. Okay, obviously that's the first um, disadvantage towards your performances. But accept it and move on. But tell yourself, look, (laughs) we're in the Europa League, but we must get results here. If we don't get results here... Then that is when you need to wipe that cleat. That's you need to wipe that slate clean, and start all over again. 
And that's that may be the task that the Glazers give Eric Ten Hag. Because Eric Ten Hag was thrown into a pack of wolves like he was raw meat. And he was he was forced to to play with the cards that he was dealt, and those cards were not good at all. So you can't really blame Eric Ten Hag. Uh, they in the Premier League, uh, they were on a decent run of form considering their recent paths, both with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and early Eric Ten Hag, uh, until they lost this weekend to Aston Villa three one. Tough defeat. Both teams kind of were going at each other, but Aston Villa just took advantage of the chances that they were given, and Manchester United were flat in the back. Uh, they were playing a 4-3-3. David De Gea, he will not be playing in the World Cup for Spain, so that obviously kills someone's confidence considering that he's one of the best goalkeepers of all time. He will not be in the World Cup this year. So Manchester United, I feel for them, um, but I, I do think that this game against Barcelona and this matchup for both sides will be the decider for the futures of both of the managers, the futures of both of the star names on each side, uh, and and really, honestly, the futures of the ownership of both clubs. Well, unfortunately, guys, that is all today. Just a quick little match week 14 recap. I just wanted to talk about some of the teams that have impressed us recently and some of the teams that need to change immediately. Um, Manchester City won this weekend uh, against Fulham following a Erling Haaland last-minute penalty kick. Should it have been given? Uh, that's kind of the, the biggest question mark. And should it really have been saved uh, is, is also a, a big question mark. Um, but I think the most important part of the, the match week this past weekend um, is that we saw Arsenal continue their run of form beating Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea has been has not been playing well, um, but this is still the London Derby, and this is still something that should be talked about. Um, Liverpool beat Tottenham 2-1. Liverpool has been struggling offensively, defensively, staying healthy. Tottenham has kind of, following their best start ever in the Premier League, Tottenham has certainly fell off. They advanced in their Champions League group, finishing number one. But now they need to get back into this Premier League saddle. Uh, they're only sitting in fourth place, but they have Crystal Palace right behind them. Then they have Manchester United, Brighton, Chelsea, Liverpool. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, Antonio Conte's men can control their their um, excitement advancing on into the Champions League, but also getting results when it matters. Crystal Palace come up with a last-minute winner against West Ham United. They win 2-1. They're now in fifth place, Patrick Vieira's men. Like I mentioned, Newcastle United beat Southampton 4-1. Manchester United loses to Aston Villa 3-1. Arsenal beats Chelsea 1-0. Leeds United comes from behind after Jesse Marsh was getting booed at halftime. They were losing 3-1 at half to Bournemouth. They come back to win 4-3. Granted, Bournemouth are last in the league and have only racked up one point out of 14 games, but still a great win for Leeds United. Coming coming back from behind, this is exactly the confidence booster that uh, Brendan Aronson, Tyler Adams, uh, and, uh, and Jesse Marsh needed. Nottingham Forest draw with Brentford 2-2. 
Wolverhampton Wanderers put up a good fight against Brighton and Hove Albion, but unfortunately could not see it through. They give the three points to Brighton. And Leicester City get a result against Everton 2-0. So everybody, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Pitch Blitz podcast. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, um, and anywhere really that you stream your your podcast. So reach out to me if you have any questions, concerns, comments. DM me on Instagram. Let me know your thoughts on this. Um, and our next episode, we'll be covering everything you need to know regarding the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar. See you then.